Welcome to McCullough Christian Center's broadcast today. If you would like more information about our church, please visit our website at www.purposemcc.com. And now, here's our pastor, Cornelius Phillips, with today's message. Listen, I want to tell you something this morning. And this is not for everybody, but it's for somebody. said what you've been asking for has already come to you and you didn't recognize it because it wasn't clothed like you thought it should be it didn't look like what you thought it was going to look like Lord said I'm going to send it to you again but don't get caught up in the package hallelujah that's pretty powerful that's pretty awesome hallelujah see that's the reason the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Jewish people didn't recognize Jesus because he didn't come in the package he wasn't wrapped in the paper that they thought a king should be wrapped in and so they didn't recognize him that's the reason the people in Nazareth had to always talk about what could have been because they didn't get what was walking the streets of their city because they looked at him as Joseph's son. They looked at him as a brother to James and they didn't look at him as the king and the son of God that he really was. And so as a result, they always had to talk about the day that he came to town but no miracles were done you see don't get caught up in the outward package because you'll lose the inward revelation of what God is doing in your life hallelujah Thank you, Jesus. That's the reason we have so many denominational lines that have been drawn. This one doesn't do it like we do, and we don't do it like that one does. And well, I've never seen it happen like that before, Pastor. I've never heard it like that before. God doesn't do that anymore and so we've drawn lines and we've said we put limits on God and we didn't even know we did we get caught up with people who have limited God and put God in a box and we wonder why God's not doing anything in my life why he's not healing why he's not 
working in my life. It's because you're hanging around people that have boxed God up and put a pretty red bow on the package. And God says, I'm not in a box. You can't put a bow on me. God said, I'm God and I will do what my word says. Listen, it's not what this church says God will do. Brother Brian said it this morning, but it's what God's word says that he will do. Amen. Hallelujah. It's the reason I don't I don't put any limits on the word of God. If it's in God's word, I believe it can happen today. Don't come tell me it went out with the apostles. Don't come tell me that it died when the apostles died. If it's in God's word, I believe it. And I'll stand on it. And I'm going to preach it and declare it until Jesus comes and takes me home. Maybe that's what some of us need to do this morning. We need to rid ourselves of all the packaging and all the trappings and all those things and just say, okay, Lord. Okay, here I am. <clears throat> My name is Isaiah. Send me and use me. Do whatever you want to. And I'll guarantee you that when you do that, you'll see God take a coal of fire from off the altar in Isaiah chapter 6. And he'll touch those lips of yours and set them afire with a word that will change people's lives. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to give you, I've already given you one word, but I want to give you another real quick word this morning you guys can can uh, sit down <clears throat> thank y'all so much aren't you don't you know how blessed you are to have a worship team that will lead you into the place of worship I appreciate these guys so much <clears throat> Now, for those of you that are still standing, stay standing. And the rest of you, will you please join those that are standing because I want to give you this word this morning. And it's simply on opportunity. Opportunity. Opportunities represent a favorable time to do something that has not previously been done. Opportunities is a favorable time to receive something that you've not ever received. An opportunity is a favorable time to go places that you've not gone before. An opportunity is a favorable time to experience things that you've not experienced before. Opportunities will always, whether they're taken or whether they're missed <clears throat> they will always affect your future there are probably many of you that are in here right now 
that when I started talking about opportunities, you immediately began to think about opportunities that you have missed in the past that you wish you would have taken. I want you to take your Bible and turn with me, please, to the book of Mark, chapter 10. Mark chapter 10, <clears throat> very familiar passage of scripture in verse 46. Mark chapter 10, beginning with verse 46. And <clears throat> this is a very familiar passage of scripture. As a matter of fact, I think I preached this a few years ago, but not like this. As a matter of fact, the other night the Lord showed me and I'm going to let you stand up a little while because you might sit for a while too. <clears throat> but the other night, the Lord showed me in a dream <clears throat> some things that, that has really prompted me to, to make some changes uh, in uh, the status quo. And I, I believe God showed it to me for a purpose and I'm not at liberty to share all of it right now, but it's an opportunity that's coming, McCullough Christian Center. It's an opportunity that's coming, and we need to be aware. We need to be aware. We need to be ready because the opportunity is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that many people long to see it and never see it, but we're going to see it Mark chapter 10, verse 46, and they came to Jericho as he went <clears throat> out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. What did Bartimaeus do? When he heard it was Jesus, he began to cry out. He began to cry out and he began to speak out. And he began to say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. But notice what those around him also began to do. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. i tell you what, I'm going to stop right there. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the power of your word this morning. I thank you today that you have given us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you and that the eyes of our understanding are being enlightened, Lord, and that, God, that you're opening the heavens to us, revealing to us your truth. And, Father, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can take your seat. I 
opportunities. <clears throat> I want you to understand that opportunities are time sensitive. Opportunities are time sensitive. Opportunities <clears throat> are a gift from God. Opportunities are a gift from God. Isaiah 55 and verse 6 says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. That word while lets us know that there's a moment, there's a time that we can call upon God, that we can seek the Lord while he may, he may be found. In other words, let me bring it down to where we are today. If I, if I was here this morning, in which I am giving you counsel, I'm giving you godly counsel and godly wisdom, and I were to say this, I'm gonna allow a question uh, and answer time here in just a few moments. It's only gonna last about two minutes, and I'm gonna give you an opportunity to ask a question. While I'm here, you can ask that question. But when I walk out the door, I will not be answering any more questions. What am I telling you? I'm telling you there's a specific time that I'm giving you to, answer, to ask a question. If you fail to ask the question during that time that I've given you, you will have lost that opportunity. Isaiah said that there's a time. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. We used to sing this song, and I love this song, and I wish Miss Sarah Adams was here this morning. I'd probably get her to sing it because I know that she knows it. And that song was, reach out and touch the Lord as he passes by. We would sing that song in those old-fashioned sawdust floor tabernacle camp meetings, and they would sing that song, reach out and touch the Lord as he passes by. You'll find that he's not too busy to hear your heart's cry. Reach out and touch the Lord as he goes by. You see, friend, <clears throat> life is filled with opportunities that we have been given. The greatest opportunities that you and I will ever have in our lives is, is those of a spiritual nature where God says, I am giving you this opportunity. Because, listen, opportunities are short-lived. They don't last forever. They don't last forever, and they're short-lived. And, and so, I want to encourage you today to take this lesson from Bartimaeus. He was blind. He was dependent upon other people. He was sitting by the roadside begging. But I want you to notice that, uh, that Jesus came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, there was a great number of people, 
And blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. When Bartimaeus, or Timaeus, began to hear that this is Jesus that's coming by, he recognized that there was an opportunity there for perhaps he had heard from others about the healing power that Jesus was used in. And there was a moment of time, there was a moment of time that Bartimaeus made the decision in his spirit that I am not going to allow this opportunity to get past me. I want to tell you something about your opportunity. Your opportunity will pass you by unless you make some moves to grasp a hold to it. Bartimaeus stood up and began to cry out. He began to cry out to Jesus. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And the Bible says that when he began to do that, that there were many people around Bartimaeus that said, you need to stop, you need to be quiet, you need to calm down and hold your peace. But the Bible says that Bartimaeus got stronger and got more vocal with his crying out because why? Because he recognized that this is a once in a lifetime opportunity that's passing by. And if I don't do something to stop him, I might be blind the rest of my life. So we see that he seized that opportunity. He jumped on that opportunity. Now listen, I want to share just a few things this morning that, that perhaps you might not know or you might know. Most opportunities of any value will be attached to a struggle. Most opportunities that are of any value will be attached to a struggle. In 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 8, Paul was speaking there, and he, he was saying that he's going to stay in Ephesus until Pentecost, and in verse 9 he says, For a wide door for effective work has been opened to us. Everybody say amen, hallelujah. The door has been opened. Everything is awesome. Paul said it wasn't just a door. He said it's a wide door uh, that has been opened to us for ministry. But watch the end of verse 9. And there are many adversaries. So praise God, the door was open. But rebuke the devil because there are adversaries there. You see, every opportunity that has any value to it will also come with struggles or with adversity. That is the reason that many people miss their opportunity because they don't want the struggle that sometimes comes along with the opportunity. Sometimes, friend, in order to 
take advantage of an opportunity that God brings your way, it will require you putting your foot down and saying, I'm not going to move from this because I recognize the value of this opportunity that is coming my way. I am not going to move away from this because I recognize that this is a life-changing event for me and I will not be told to be quiet. I will no longer be told I cannot. I will no longer listen to those who tell me don't do that. You don't need to go there. You don't need to say that. You don't need to be there. I am going to take the opportunity that has come my way. There might be some adversaries and there might be some struggles but listen the opportunity and the fruits that the opportunity will bring my way are much greater than the adversary that is trying to stop me the glory and the results of my opportunity will bear out much more fruit than the adversary or the struggle that is trying to stop me recognize ladies and gentlemen that there are times that God will will open a door to you in your life, whether it is in a job, a career, or in church, or whatever. But listen, don't turn it down because of the struggle that comes with it. Listen in Acts chapter 14 and verse 22. The apostles were there encouraging the people and then exhorting them to continue in the faith. And they said, continue in the faith that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. Listen, it's normal for me as a human being to focus on my struggles and my trials rather than what lies ahead. Understand this, that the greatest opportunities that will come your way sometimes will look like the worst thing that could ever happen to you. Listen, in Mark chapter 6, and I'm giving you a lot of scripture because I'm in a hurry. And I don't want to hold you too long or you won't come back. But in Mark chapter 6, let me tell you something about an opportunity. An opportunity many times that God sends your way will require that you step out of your comfort zone. It might require that you raise the decibels of your praise. I said, what did he say? It might require that you begin to be more vocal about your belief and your trust in God. In Mark chapter 6, the Bible talks about the disciples in the ship, and, and Jesus has constrained them. In other words, he told them, he said, get in the boat, go to the other side, and they were going to the other side, but but he didn't tell them that in the middle of, of the sea that they were going to encounter a storm. 
Jesus was up on a mountain praying and, and the storm came and, and they were about to lose the ship and lose their lives and the Bible says they looked up and they saw uh, someone walking on the water and, and they were afraid because they thought it was a spirit or they thought it was a ghost or something. But one of the disciples made up his mind, listen, that is our Savior that's going along. That is our help that's going there. And the Bible says that Jesus would have passed them by had they not cried out. That's in Mark chapter 6 and verse 48. He said he saw them toiling and rowing. He saw them toiling and rowing, for the wind was contrary to them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking upon the sea and would have passed them by. Think about that. Listen, so many times we miss our opportunity of a lifetime because we're waiting for, for a problem-free opportunity to come our way. We miss the opportunities of a lifetime because we're waiting for a problem-free opportunity to come our way. And I know some of you are saying, Pastor, why are you talking so low? Because I've stripped a gear in my voice but I want to get this word out to you this morning. Listen, we have a golden opportunity before us. You've got a golden opportunity before you, but you've got to recognize, don't get caught up in what it's dressed like. Remember the children of Israel when they were <clears throat> standing on the precipice about, of going over into the Jordan, uh, going over the Jordan into the promised land. And Moses had sent out the spies and the spies had went out and looked and they came back and they were all standing there. And I can see them as they're standing there in a group and, and the multitudes of the children of Israel are, are in the background. And here's Moses and Joshua and Caleb and the other uh, 10 spies are standing there and they're talking about what they saw when they went over into the promised land and, and how they walked the land and, and they're admiring the grapes and all that that they brought back. And, and here's Joshua and Caleb said, come on, man, let's, <clears throat> we're wasting time. Let's go get this thing. This is our land. But the other 10 spies were standing there and they started talking about how big the giants were. They started talking about how many uh, people were in the land. They started seeing themselves as grasshoppers and all that. You know what? They missed their opportunity because they saw exactly what the enemy wanted them to see. And they didn't see it through the eyes of God. What was the difference between Joshua and Caleb and these other 10 spies? Joshua and Caleb saw it through the eyes of faith. They didn't pay attention to what it was packaged in. They didn't care about how big the giant was. You see, when you recognize that your opportunity is coming from God, it won't matter how big the giant is that's bringing it. See, most opportunities that come our way, God is saying you're gonna have to get it out of the hands of that giant before you can have it. 
And we say, but God, I don't want to deal with the giant. I just want the opportunity. And so we miss our opportunity. But I want to tell you this morning that God is saying that I'm sending opportunities your way. I'm sending opportunities your way. Are you going to receive them or are you going to let them pass you by? Bartimaeus, I'm sending an opportunity by your way today. Around 12 midday, there's a man called Jesus that's going to walk by you. You're going to have the opportunity to either watch him go by or you're going to have the opportunity to open up your voice and raise your voice up and begin to call his name and begin to beckon him to come to you and you're going to have that opportunity. And I know that we've talked about this this morning, but I want to I want to get this in your spirit because God spoke to me several months ago about the opportunity that we've got to see him do great things in this region. I'm not talking about this community. I'm talking about this region. We've got a great opportunity to see him do great things. It is passing by. It is walking by. Somebody has to reach out and grasp it. There are opportunities that those of you that are in here today, some of you have been praying and saying, God, I need this in my life. God, I need uh, a miracle in my life. And God is saying there's an opportunity for a miracle that is coming by you today. What are you gonna do about it? God said there's relationships that you have in your life that that are passing through your life. They are opportunities, God said, that I have brought to you. I have brought people into your life and I brought them there to enhance and to fulfill and to build your life. But you are looking at the package that they're dressed in and you are going to let them go out of your life without getting what I caused them to come into your life for. How sad it's going to be on the day that we stand before God uh, at the judgment throne of God and we see all the opportunities that we had that we allowed to slip by. Listen, I want to tell you something this morning, and I've said this before, but I'll say it again. It wouldn't matter if I was a preacher or a pastor or a deacon or a Sunday school teacher. That would not matter to me. When I came into church on Sunday morning, you would not have to beg me to find an altar because I would be in the altar. That is the reason that I like to stay where I'm standing on Sunday morning because I like to be around the altar. Why? because I know that when I'm around the the altar opportunity for God to move in my life is there. Would you stand with me, please? Listen, here's here's the final thing. Opportunities that God brings our way are never dependent upon our ability and they're never dependent upon our strength. (laughs) 
God will never bring an opportunity into your life that will be a blessing to you and then look at you and say, but you're not strong enough to handle it. You're not smart enough to handle it. The opportunities that God brings our way are received simply by faith. I reach out, I lay hold on it, and I grasp it and hold on to it by faith. It's not about my abilities. It's not about my wisdom. It's not about how many degrees I've got. It's not about how much strength I have and all of that. Because if it was dependent upon that, I wouldn't have many opportunities. But it's about faith that reaches out and says, I will not allow this opportunity to pass me by. Last week on vacation, we were in a place where I've heard quite often these words. You know, my grandfather used to own two acres of land down here on the coast. But he didn't think anything would ever happen here. And he sold it for $200 an acre. And now it's worth $2 million an acre. I've heard that so many times about the Gulf Coast. And I think about every time I hear it, the opportunities that were missed. What a sad day, ladies and gentlemen. It is that when we have to stand and look back on things that God said, if you had taken that, you would never have to look back. If you will take the opportunity that God is bringing your way, God said there's no reverse and there's no rearview mirror. You can look ahead and look forward to what he's going to do. So here's the thing. Pay attention because it could be that God is saying revival is walking past you right now. God could be saying your miracle is walking past you right now. And you say, but God, I don't see a miracle. God, I don't feel revival. But God is saying, it's not about what you feel and not about what you see. It's what you believe. So be careful this morning because, guys, mark this down. Put it in your little red book or your little black book, whatever you got. Mark it down that God is giving opportunity for great things in your life. You got to reach out and grasp it. You got to get some tenacity that says, This is mine, and I'm going to hold on to it, and I will fight 
to the death to keep it. Opportunities. Opportunities are acted upon by humility and boldness and obedience. HBO. So turn HBO off at your house and get some humility, some boldness, and some obedience to receive what God has for you. Because I guarantee you what he plants in your mind will be life-changing. Father, we thank you today for your word. We thank you for the power, God, of your word this morning. We thank you, Father, today that you have already come and you've already moved and ministered, God, in our midst this morning. We thank you today, Father, that, God, that you've already touched lives today. We thank you that you have given words today, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, words of prophecy, Father, today that have gone forth. We thank you, God, this morning that the gifts of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, has has been manifest in our midst today. We're honored that you would do that, Father. We're honored that you would use us as vessels. And Father, today, we're thankful for the opportunities that you are giving us even right now. And Father, we ask today, help us to seize the opportunities. God, in humility, God, help us to grasp them with boldness, and to walk in obedience to them, Father. And Lord, I thank you for it, and I give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. Amen. I bless you in Jesus' name today. We love you guys so much.